It's Friday, December 3rd. Welcome to The Peak Weekly. We're breaking down the most complex Canadian and global business stories and giving you the bullet points you need to stay informed. I'm your host, Brett Chang. Welcome to December, folks. It's officially winter. The temperature is getting colder. The sun's going down earlier, but I promise you that the news is still hot. And so we've got a great episode for you this week. We're talking about three of the biggest stories in Canadian and global business and tech news. Here's what you can expect to learn. One, why did Salesforce buy Slack? Two, what the hell's going on with the Canadian economy? And three, what does the sale of Element AI mean for Canada's place in the artificial intelligence ecosystem? Complicated stuff, folks, but we're going to break it down. Now, listeners, you know it's the season of giving, and I'm sure you're already on the hunt for gifts for your loved ones. But can we make one peak gift recommendation? I'll give you a few hints. The gift keeps on giving, it makes you smarter, and it comes out every Friday. No, not a Wine of the Week subscription. I am talking about this podcast, The Peak Weekly. One thing you can do for your friends and for us is tell them about it. Tell them it's TLDR as a service, so they'll never get lost in a conversation about the news again. And if you really like them, encourage them to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. The more listeners and subscribers we get, the more great content we can keep delivering to you, the best listeners slash readers of any podcast slash newsletter in the whole wide world. Thank you so much. Now let's get into the biggest Canadian global business stories of the week. For our first story, we're going to be talking about Salesforce's acquisition of Slack. You know, the messaging platform that your boss is always bugging you on, it was sold for how much? $27.7 billion. Now, I'm going to stop asking myself rhetorical questions that I already know the answer to, and we're going to talk about Salesforce. They're a massive company worth over $200 billion, and yet nobody really knows what they do. Well, that's not totally true, because by the end of this segment, you will know exactly what they do. Here are the things that you need to know about Salesforce. Salesforce builds online products to help with CRM, customer relationship management. That includes marketing to your customers, selling to your customers, providing services to your customers, all in one platform. Now that's a lot of marketing speak that I got off their website, so let's talk about what they actually do in practice. Let's say, hypothetically, you're the top Canadian business and tech newsletter and you want to sell ads. You'll make a Salesforce account and enter in all of your prospective leads. When you send an email to your first lead, you'll enter that into Salesforce so you can track all the different conversations with that potential customer. Same if you're marketing to them. Sending an email blast, you'll use Salesforce to send it and that email will be marked on their customer profile. So why are they buying Slack? Simply put, it's about building a package. Salesforce has millions of customers of their existing products and they think that adding Slack and Slack's monthly fee to that offering will be a natural fit. Remember that all of their customers are businesses with some sort of online presence who presumably need to collaborate, and Salesforce is going to try to get them to use Slack. Also, Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff is betting that remote work, even after COVID-19, will become the norm, making Slack even more valuable. And Slack, why did they want to sell? Well, unfortunately, they were getting beat. Microsoft's competitor product Teams has been running sales circles around Slack with over 115 million users versus Slack's 12 million active users. And how did Microsoft do it? Well, they bundled it and sold it to existing clients of their Microsoft Office suite. Salesforce is looking to do the same for Slack. We're avid Slack users at the peak and love the product, so we expect that Salesforce's distribution will supercharge Slack's growth and provide a real challenge to Microsoft Teams, which we think is a truly inferior product. But we can't end this story without acknowledging and congratulating Canadian Stuart Butterfield, the pride of Vancouver Island and a graduate of the University of Victoria. 
Stuart is the co-founder of Slack, and he's one of Canada's top entrepreneurs. We're all super proud of him and wish him and Slack nothing but the best moving forward. Our next story is about the federal government's fall fiscal update. There's currently a tale of two economies right now. The first economy is the one that's getting the most attention. It's the stock market. It's booming. Last week, the Dow hit 30,000 points, which is an all-time high during the midst of a global pandemic. But the second economy is far more concerning and not talked about nearly enough. And that's the economy where 10% of Canadians are unemployed, primarily due to the COVID-19 crisis. And with a second wave of COVID in full force throughout the country and new lockdowns being put in place, that's only likely to get worse. Last week, the federal government released their fall fiscal update. It's a mini government budget of sorts, and its hope is to provide relief to people suffering from that second economy we talked about. Here are the highlights that you need to know from the last statement. The federal government will now require that digital-only service providers collect federal sales tax on subscriptions. So get ready for the price of your Netflix and Spotify subscriptions to go up at least 5%. The Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy, which is intended to help small businesses cover payroll, will increase from 65% to 75%, so hopefully that provides relief to small business owners. The federal government will provide low-interest loans to industries hardest hit by the pandemic, including the arts, and Canadian Heritage will receive $181.5 million to offer work opportunities to people in the arts sector. And finally, childcare. Minister Christia Freeland signaled that the government will look to create a national childcare program inspired by Quebec's regime and introduce more details of this program in the next budget. But money doesn't grow on trees, and all of this, of course, comes at a cost. Here are four numbers from the fall update that you should know. The federal government is proposing a stimulus package worth as much as $100 billion. Canada's deficit could reach $400 billion if the pandemic worsens. Federal debt-to-GDP ratio will rise from 31.2% last year to 50.7% this year. And the cost of the federal government's latest round of COVID-19 stimulus is $90 billion. But people are really suffering out there, and we as a society owe it to them to provide immediate relief so that they can continue to care for their families. You really just can't put a price tag on that. It's what it means to be Canadian. So we really do hope that this latest round of fiscal stimulus helps those who need it the most. We're going to end the podcast with news of ServiceNow's acquisition of Canadian tech company Element AI. First, let's talk about Element AI. Here's what you need to know about them. Element was co-founded in Montreal by Jean-Francois Gagnier and Joshua Bengio, who many credit as being one of the godfathers of modern artificial intelligence for his groundbreaking research on neural networks. The founding idea for the company was to bring together the best artificial intelligence researchers in Canada and around the world and develop AI solutions for a range of industries including sales, supply chain, and finance. The company was a darling of the Canadian tech scene, raising over $100 million and, at one point, employing almost 500 people, mostly in-country. They recruited some of the top AI talent in Canada, but the company struggled to create functional products that businesses wanted to use. Enter ServiceNow. Sniffing out the opportunity to acquire some of the top AI talent in Canada, ServiceNow pounced and bought the struggling element. We don't know much about the deal, but we do know that they were bought for well under the last valuation of $500 million and that none of Element's investors would lose any money. Which is good because investors include the government of Quebec and Caisse de Depot, who manage many of Quebec's public and private sector pensions. 
Let's take a second to zoom out though. No matter how you look at this, it's a loss for Canada's tech ecosystem. Joshua Bengio founded Element because he was concerned about the speed at which US firms were acquiring top Canadian AI talent. And that's exactly what happened here. To make matters worse, ServiceNow laid off a number of employees on the day the acquisition was announced. Element AI was the poster child of the Canadian artificial intelligence ecosystem. And they were core to our country's ambition to become a leader in global AI. Their sale to ServiceNow sets back that goal. But then on a more positive note, we still have tremendous artificial intelligence talent in this country. We have great founders, and we're optimistic that another company will build on where Element left off. Before we go, we love to give a quick shout out to an innovative Canadian success story. This week, we're featuring a really cool new startup called New. You get it? New, NU, is spreading wellness by sharing traditional Asian superfood and herbal blends for teas, soups, and snacking that reinvigorates your life. I feel reinvigorated just reading that description. They've got a sweet energy boost mix containing red dates, goji berries, and longan, and the immune wellness mix containing ginseng, red dates, goji berries, and also including longan, whatever that is, and it just sounds delicious. If you like what you just heard, go vote for new as part of the Peaks Pitch Competition at readthepeak.com slash pitches. And that's all for this week's edition of The Peak Weekly. Make sure you subscribe and please do leave a review. We love our reviewers. We love all of our listeners and we really do appreciate and read every single one. And for more Peak, you can get our free morning newsletter by subscribing at readthepeak.com. It's informative, witty, and everything that you need to start your day. Thank you.